so <laughs> Skype's How loud was the ringtone? Oh fucking hell. Uh, I have you cranked way up on the mixer because I guess your mic is just way quieter than Skype. Oh, man. Hello, welcome to Brosing. The podcast. For pros. For those. For those. <laughs> Restart. Who drink rosé. No, we're not restarting. We're pushing forward. My name is Matt Casnell, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my bros in rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hello. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. <laughs> and I'm... across from us, Mr. Tim Hansen. Don't steal my shtick, you motherfucker. I'll do it if I want. Well, suck a fat one. No. You're not going to believe this, but this is episode 8.3, where we're on our third glass of wine. Uh, so things are going really well for us right now. Yeah. Um, but you can listen to episode 8.2 and 8.1 if you'd like to hear us on a little more of a coherent state uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, the whole nine yards. Uh, and uh, it's, we're glad that you were able to join us for episode 8.3 uh, of the Brose Podcast, the podcast uh, where we four bros uh, drink rosé and answer questions from you, the listeners, about life, the universe, and everything in between. Uh, before we go uh, on to the rosés and discuss what we're going to do, um, I, I, have a, I have a sponsor for this week, and the sponsor is an individual sponsor. Typically, we have you know big name sponsors like Chiquita Bananas uh, to sponsor uh, our shows, but this <laughs> week we have rocks. We got a personal, and Rocks. We had a sponsorship from Rocks as well. Uh, but we have a personal sponsorship this week. Um, this week's show is brought to you by Carson Wentz. Oh, hey, guys. Boy. Remember me? Carson Wentz, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Guy who was on his way to win the MVP award in 2017 before I blew up my knee diving for a touchdown while getting squished between two linebackers. You know, the exact type of play all of you quote-unquote blue-collar folks get a hard-on for when you're calling into the morning show on Sports Radio WIP. You know, the future of the franchise, 6'5", 237 pounds, runs like a gazelle, built like a tank with a cannon arm to match. I'm sponsoring this week to ask you Eagles fans who listen to the award-winning Brose podcast a question. Uh, what the hell, guys? Nick Foles? Really? Nick friggin' Foles? Listen, he played great in the Super Bowl, and that's awesome. You know who won you 11 games that year by playing like an actual god amongst men? Not the actual Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, obviously, but like Zeus or Odin or one of those mythical... Anyway, it was me, baby. Me. Carson Zeus Wentz. Oh, but the team played so much better when Nick came in this year. Yeah, I'm sure the defense just decided to play like world beaters again because Napoleon Dynamite strode into the huddle and asked us if we ever took our bikes off of any sweet jumps. Are you kidding me? If a pigeon flew by and took a crap on the field every time we won, every game we played during that winning streak, would you all be demanding we trade away Zach Ertz so we could keep the rally pigeon? Actually, forget I even suggested that. You know Nick got cut by the Rams, right? And not even the good ones. I'm talking about the Rams who were so bad they decided to skip town to Los Angeles rather than show their faces in St. Louis ever again. They decided Nick wasn't good enough to start for them. And yet I have to sit at home after a long day of rehabbing my back, eating my daily Chiquita banana, and listening to Philly fans fawn over a guy they only like because they saw Invincible once. Why like a good player when you could like a shitty one? I've got a better arm than Nick. I'm faster than Nick. I'm younger than Nick. And I love God more than Nick, too. You know I've got a charity that raises money for underprivileged youth and the physically disabled and veterans, right? 
We have a free food truck that's called Thy Kingdom Crumb. That's so good. You know what Nick's charity is probably called? The Stupid Idiot Philly Sucks Charity or something. <laughs> right? Right? Everyone's so terrified of Nick going to play for the Giants. Really? You know, the last time that Nick was a full-time starter, his team had the worst statistical passing offense in the NFL, right? Let's see how pumped Odell Beckham is when Nick's hurling dead ducks into a defender's hands. And you'll just have to live with a superstar quarterback entering the prime of his career. I'm so sorry. Anyway, love you all. Humble and blessed. Carson Wentz. Thanks, Carson. Yeah. Huge, huge sponsorship by Carson Wentz and the AO1 Foundation. I'm and, sorry, what happened? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, listen, why, why would we listen to any response in this show? Please tell me that Kingdom Chrome is real. It's 100% real. Okay, great. I, 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 yeah, it's 100% real. I verified it. He is, that is absolutely, it's a food truck that goes around, um, into like underprivileged neighborhoods and gives out free food. Okay. It's all, it's, it's awesome. It's called Thy Kingdom Crumb. That's awesome. Like, how good is That's that? Awesome. I still don't know if you're telling the truth. I, no, it seriously is. Like, I, I, you can look it up. It's the first, if you go and look up, so his foundation is the AO1. It's like all, all of one or, or all of one. I, I can't remember exactly what it means. Some, probably something about Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, a, yeah. it's a religious, uh, reference for it's sure. It's a play, isn't it? Um, all for one, like a, like a football play or like a, like a theater play? No, 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 no. I, I'm 90% sure it's like a religious play. I feel like Paul was be. telling me about this a couple weeks ago. It or could, like two it months could. ago at this point because I don't know how time works. <laughs> and no, that, that would make sense. But if it's like the first thing that if you look up the AO1 Foundation uh, on Google, it's like the fir- one of the first items that shows up is that Kingdom Crumb. It's this food truck that goes around Philly. It's awesome. Um, I, Again, I love Nick Foles. Nick Foles yeah, is yeah. a great quarterback. He gave us our first Super Bowl. I'm forever in his debt. Um, but people like tripping over their own dicks to get Nick Foles, uh, tripping over, excuse me, I should say tripping over Nick's dick because it's so big, uh, <laughs> uh tripping over his dick to get him back into the, uh, to the Eagles so they can trade Carson Wentz is, is, is ludicrous. Um, but anyway, uh, we're not here to just talk about my strong opinions on this Carson Wentz, Nick Foles thing. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about our wines. Uh, so Sean, why don't you tell us what wine you're drinking and, and how you're enjoying it so far? All right. So thank you, Carson. Our uh, <laughs> our uh, my wine is um, Il Mimo. Uh, it is a, a Nebbiolo wine. Um, I believe it's Italian, 2017, and it is pretty good. I'd recommend drinking it chilled. I guess there's not many tasting notes, but it is 13.5 uh, percent alcohol by volume. Alcohol bro volume. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, it has a really creepy eyeless face on the front, uh, yep. which is why I bought it, honestly. Uh, and yeah, it's good. It's uh, pretty pretty dry uh, and a little bit bitter, but it's it's a, it's nice. It's like an I feel like an adult drinking it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, by ABV, uh, Tim doesn't qualify this week because he's drinking scotch because it's still his birthday week. Uh, <laughs> but by by ABV, I think thirteen and a half is is if not the highest we've had, definitely among there. Uh, it's pretty strong yeah, for Rosé. It's got good legs. It's definitely yeah. up there. Good legs, <laughs> Great baby. Great legs. Uh, Rich, what kind of legs does your uh, Rosé have? Uh, I am uh, drinking Lobedia Rosado. It is uh, 13% ABV. And mm. um, it is... It, it's good. But, like, that aftertaste, like, that hit of the alcohol when you drink it is just so strong. If it, mm. If it were more chilled, it would be a lot better. But I enjoy it. Like I, I'd probably buy another bottle of this. Maybe one other, not not more than that. And it's got a picture of what on the front? It's got a picture of butterfly. Yeah. And it's embossed, and it's right. It's it feels nice to touch. 
Tim, as it is still your birthday episode, uh, you're you're drinking a delicious glass of scotch right now. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm two fingers deep on Jay Walker Green Label. Oh, that sounds so wrong, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything until you did. It's uh, 40 43% ABV, oh alcohol God. per pro volume, whatever we want to call it. Alcohol per volume, baby. Alcohol per volume, my dudes. It is so good. Uh, I mean, I just like all Johnny Walker, but green is just super smooth, got a good smokiness to it without being overpowering, and uh, it's fucking delicious. I am drinking a I'm Napa Valley uh, Cabernet Sauvignon Rosé. Uh, I'm continuing my trend of uh, getting rosés that are mixed with or based off of red wines. Uh, this one's very good. I still prefer the Pinot Noir kind. Um Excuse me. And I'm very interested in uh, trying out some of the rosés that Sean uh, suggested that I might like based on my taste palette, uh, which you can go back to listen to episode 8.2 and hear how we did on that quiz. Uh, it was very interesting. So, um, but, but I'm interested in trying that out. But for now, I'm, very, I'm, I'm quite happy with my I'm rosé. Uh, it's not my favorite, but I'd say it's probably in the top three of the rosés that I've had so far. Very <laughs> significantly above average. Nice. Um, so, and it's at a, a 12.5 alcohol bro volume. Uh, which is the weakest of the the four of us. I am a small uh, pansy man. So, all right. Uh, so, Sean actually has uh, in front of him the envelope with uh, questions for round three. Of round Wednesday. three, three uh, uh, glasses. Three glasses. Yes. <laughs> um, on the back, we have a, a, a beautiful caricature of uh, my dog, Piper. <laughs> We're trying hard to get, uh, we have a bonus question from before that we're trying to get into Sean's hands. and it's really, I, I'm having a real hard time doing it. I think we're all having a hard time. Life today. is hard. Yeah. So we have, so we have a picture of, um, one of my dogs, Piper, saying woof, which is she, she is one to do. Uh, yes, as a dog. Yes. As a dog. All right. So let us get right down to business about, with these questions. About the business. So, so the the business. To defeat the hunts. To defeat the hunts. So. Uh, submitted by Jacob Sutherland. Oh yeah. Uh, for my final question, <laughs> who is the football team that is your favorite, not including the Eagles or the Browns? Yeah. I, so yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> I mean, I'd have to kind of go with the Miami Dolphins because of the uniform. Because of the, the uniform. Because like it's a dolphin, and I love dolphins. Well, that's a good pick. I would also. I would either. Go, I would say uh, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, probably because Frank Gore is their one of their running backs. <laughs> yeah, Sean is a big Frank Gore, big man. Frank Gore dude. But I would actually, I'd say the Packers are probably my favorite because when I was younger, it was when Brett Favre was in his prime and he's yeah. so good. And the Packers are owned by the citizens of Green Bay. Yes, which I think is super dope. And so, uh, yeah, I'd probably say the Packers, but close, close second, whatever team Frank Gore happens to be on. <laughs> and once he once he retires, I will never watch football again. Frank Gore's th- <laughs> yeah, Frank Gore's thirty six, so he could be done with football. But he's he's like thirty six old who's never been like, you know how like like to speaking of Brett Favre every year. Brett Favre was like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to play again next year. Uh, you know, this might be my last year. I might retire. Frank Gore's never had that. It's always been like, yeah, I'm going to play. Of course. Yeah, he's, he's also, of in, course he's also yeah. the top rated running back in the AFC East by running back score. What? Yep. <laughs> really? He was number one. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> I, Killing he, it. he tweeted about it because I follow him, obviously. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He said he, uh, according like by running back rating, best 
in the AFC East. That's, that's crazy. Uh, Tim, aside from the Eagles and Browns, do you have a, a particular affinity for an NFL team? Uh, yeah, definitely the Packers. I'm, I'm not quite sure where my love of the Packers came from, mm-hmm. but uh, they're definitely, up until the last couple of years, it's been Eagles because, duh. Yeah. I, I grew up around here. If otherwise, I'd be shot. Yep. Uh, and then Packers, and I don't know why. It's just always been my second team. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Packers as well. Um, I, I, I like like Sean. I, I grew up with with watching Brett Favre, and that was the most exciting guy to, to watch win. And like he was the, the first like he was the. I, I we, you and I grew up. The three of us grew up. In a, four of us grew up in a really interesting time for the NFL because you had like. The prototypical backyard just comes out there, gunslinger quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, like it, like the the best quarterbacks are the ones who are the most efficient. Like Drew Brees is not really like a Brett Favre type who just takes chances on hail marys. He's very efficient. It's like death by a thousand paper cuts. You know, very short passing, very quick passing. Tom Brady's the same way. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre was just like it, it, it was. This is a bit of a stereotype, but. It was a simpler time. Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, everyone's better at We're football. We're not old now. enough to use yeah. that phrase. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Everybody, yeah. everybody's better at football now because mathematically, like, yo, it's way better to throw these like five yard passes and everything. But it's also a lot of fun to just see Brett Favre go out there and he's like, I'm going to hurl it 80 yards <laughs> and see if Antonio Freeman can come up with the ball and it's going to work because I'm Brett fucking Favre. Uh, and I'm going to leave. Brett Favre's indiscretions off the field aside and pictures he probably sent to other people when he played for the Jets uh, <laughs> of, of his grown region. But uh, but yeah, because uh, of that, I, I grew an affinity for the Packers. And then Aaron Rodgers is, is I, I think Aaron Rodgers is the most talented and most all-around best quarterback that's ever played the game. Uh, and I love watching him play football, so I'll root for the Packers as a result there, Yeah, too. Not, not to throw any shade at Jacob, but no. I think Tom Brady, I don't think anybody's going to remember who Tom Brady was. Five ten years from now. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I mean, think he's he's I, so good, but I think he's the most boring person. So there's yeah. no, like I'm. I think you'll remember Brett Favre because he was exciting. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I think but, you'll remember like like you'll remember moments of Brett Favre. It, you will remember. You, you're going to look at Brady and just go, "Oh, the championships." Yeah. Like, you're going to look yeah. at the championships. I, I think he's got more staying power than you're giving him credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the of, perspective of hindsight is going to be like, "Oh, yeah, he's only good because the team is fucked." Good. Yeah, Bell, Bill, Bill Belichick. He's not is, that great. Yeah, you, it's like, just when you give him good shit to work with, he's great because yes. Belichick, Belichick set the team up that way. Yeah, but when you have a bunch of people hurt and the team's not that great, he's fucking garbage. The year after uh, the Patriots went sixteen and zero and then lost in the Super Bowl. To the Giants. To the Giants. Remember that, by to the way. Eli Manning's Giants. Yeah. yeah. Which is the first of two times that happened to the pa- to the Patriots. Uh, just just to let you know. Wait, are um, they 0-2 against the Giants? They're 0-3 against the NFC East because the Philadelphia Eagles, who beat them in the Super Bowl 41-33 to last year, uh, also beat them uh, with their backup quarterback, Nick Foles, who isn't that good. Uh, and they still lost. <laughs> but anyway, so... The year after that first Giants Super Bowl loss, uh, Brady uh, got his knee blown out in the first game of the season, was out for the year. Uh, Matt Castle, who you might remember from... <laughs> just kidding. You don't remember Matt Castle. Because uh, he sucks. He's not very good. Uh, and he, he came in... He was the Falcons quarterback for a little while, right? Uh, or the, or that was the, Matt Shaw. The Lions? That was Matt Shaw, Matt Ryan. There's a lot of Matts. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but anyway, so Matt Castle came in, uh, who had not started a game in years. Like, going back to college, hadn't started in years. 
and he went 11 and 5. Yeah, Bill Belichick may be the best coach in NFL history. Uh, for sure. He's a, he's a piece absolutely. of shit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolute piece of garbage, but Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate him. Like like as a human coach. being, he's not good, but as a football mind, he's brilliant. Yeah. Um and, and and Brady, listen, Brady will go down as as the most accomplished quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh I I I've never seen anybody play the game as well as Aaron Rodgers. Like that's it, and that's yeah. my Colin Coward sports. Uh, that's our Colin Coward sports take. Is just like we we we've ranked the quarterbacks now. Yeah, hopefully Jacob doesn't ask another question because he was pretty pretty definitive about that one. All right, that that was his final. That was the question. last one. That's it. Which was weird because it was in the first round of questions. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it <laughs> could have possibly been the last one. Uh, anyway, so let's move on to the All next. Right, one. So this is a tiny little question: shark versus whale. Who you got? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh boy. I got whale. You're going whale. Why yeah, whale? Because it's just like if it's one shark versus one whale. Like the whales just got the size. Yeah, it's the like, shark has that killer instinct. Like uh, literally, a killer instinct to kill things. I mean, yeah, but I mean, whales do eat fish. Like they're not. This is like this is like, like Tyson. It depends McGregor. on the whale, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. just like yeah. It's, I think it's a different. It's a it's two different weight classes. Yeah. Two different <laughs> types of fighter. Like, yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it's McGregor McGregor Mayweather is a really good or Tyson May, McGregor is a good comparison. I'd almost do it like like Floyd Mayweather, greatest boxer of all time, versus like Yokozuna from <laughs> from WWE. It was just this massive sumo wrestler. <laughs> like it's like you got this 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 absolute fighting machine versus like, dude, there's just a lot of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh Tim, who would you take? Uh shark or whale? Whale shark. Oh man. No, but they're oh, so they're they're little they're little uh like nice little babies. Yeah. They're giant, but they're so they're so nice. They have they have fish yeah. that live inside their mouth because they're so nice. <laughs> no, I'm I, I'm aware about what entails a whale shark. It's just because the question was one or the other, and I said fucking both. All right, uh, that's the biggest problem. Is that there's honest, so many different. Honestly, name me a shark that would take the time to actually kill a okay. whale shark Listen, or yeah. a whale. We're thinking way too much about this. <laughs> We're saying we put a shark and a whale point? into the goddamn ring. Who's coming out alive? Yeah. The whale. whale shark. The other one's gonna get bored. Oh man! See, that's the problem is 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 the differentiators between the different species of animal. Like, if you have a nurse shark, like that's not gonna be yeah. the same thing as having like okay. a hammerhead so or, a or like shark. a then, lemon shark, which is like two, six two, inches long. Yeah. To streamline this question, how about great white v killer whale? Or, okay, orca. Killer whale. Yeah, I'd go killer whale. Orca is gonna take it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I I'm leaning towards shark. I think the shark Although in this if, case. If I remember correctly, uh, an orca is technically not actually a whale, and the name is a misnomer. Really? Yeah, I think it's a porpoise. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I still, believe I'm still thinking the shark is like, like yeah. if you think about the ocean for a second. I'm going to Trump here. The ocean is huge. It's, it's huge. massive. It's huge. 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 So, so I'm anyway, going anyway, with the megalodon. If you Stacey gonna... <laughs> <laughs> um, Statham can't handle it. So if you picture you're in the ocean, and you've got the killer whale and then the, the great white shark on either side, the great white shark, it's a massive target that he's working with. Yeah. And I, I'd imagine it's a pretty adept swimmer. Like, I think he could literally swim circles around the shark and that's that's an element of of confusion and you can get to the the damage you do to the to the rear of the whale is as much damage as you do to the front of the whale and then obviously the whale doesn't see like you can't i I don't think the whale is mobile enough enough to be able to handle a great white shark ultimately like it doesn't have the mobility it doesn't have the peripheral vision 
Yeah, I think so. We're yeah. we're two and two. Yeah, sharks oh. and whales. And if I'm taking this conversation legitimately, yes, sharks have the maneuverability and just the aggressiveness that the whale stands no chance. I was just being an ass. You just want to be a hybrid and have the whale shark. Okay, okay. Uh, I just want to be an asset. Which is which is fine. But what do you think, listeners? Who would win? <laughs> who, you, who you got? You know what? This is a poll that works on Facebook, so yeah. I like it. There's who only you two, two whales and sharks. Brose, you find our Brose Facebook page where we do a lot of our best polls, uh, and really our only polls, uh, and and answer this question: If you would take a whale, or, uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll drill it down to a killer whale versus a great white mm-hmm. shark. And hearts for chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> hearts for <laughs> Like, for instance, we did run a poll a few episodes back. We did uh, Hunger Games-esque. Oh, yeah, episode. we need the results of this poll. Uh, the results of the poll results are... Results of bullshit. Very, yeah, in, in Tim's words, very bullshit. Because... <laughs> well, what about the... What's the Twitter poll? The Twitter poll is Tim... Or is I am more so likely to what the die. question was first. What the, was the question? The question was, who would die first in Hunger Games? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody has one vote except myself, which I have two. Oh, so then it's rich. You... On the Facebook poll, which goes everybody with what has, our went. everybody has, uh, one vote except for me, who has two, and Tim, who has three. <gasps> wow. So it is tied between me and Tim as but, to who would die first. I but think, in yeah. my defense, Richie is two of those folks. No, I didn't vote for on my own thing, and you <laughs> voted on the Brose one, so therefore... <laughs> Uh, you can't prove I did that. <laughs> I also might have taken uh, my other podcast and voted for it uh, as well. Uh, so, so, but, but this is an insane uh, result. And, and this is even coming from somebody who, who uh, correctly was assumed to be somebody who had survived. Uh, but, but Tim knows like a ton of stuff about like, like yeah. archery and, and with weaponry and everything. Yeah, I, like, I would also argue in my defense that anyone who's just like, I want to support Brose. Here's a post from Brose. I'm going to like it. <laughs> That's yeah. why I gave you the like. <laughs> you're an ass, Look, Richie. You're gonna make the head of social media make these polls. Yeah, I'm gonna make it in my favor. Yeah, like for Tim, heart for Tim, smiley for Tim, cry for, for Richie. Richie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next question. Cookies. So the next poll, of, of course, will be killer shark versus great white shark. Uh, killer, killer whale versus great white shark. Excuse okay. me. What's the next question? This question from one of the significant others. What is your takeout comfort food? This is a great question. Um, It was and always will be, even though I haven't had them in forever, a uh, a calzone. Calzone, okay. From a a specific place or Um, just in general a calzone? Just in general, but more specifically from uh, Gaetano's in in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were delicious and they, 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 I guess baste them, or they they put like a garlic butter on top of them, which just makes them delicious. Ooh, Any of their like, mm-hmm. yeah, like calzone strombolis from this place are delicious. Mm-hmm. And so, like, anytime I was like feeling like I want to be at home, I wanted to get a calzone because they're just mm. calzone with sauce on the side. Mm, so good. Asians typically been my my go to takeout food. Like, I like a, a good Italian meal or a good pizza, but like like sushi. Uh, Chinese food, anything mm. like that. If I had to construct my specific go-to, um, it's probably General So's chicken with fried rice. Um, and I don't need an egg roll, but if I can somehow substitute an egg roll for wonton soup, 
because um, wonton soup is great. I love those. I do. Dumplings. I do love yeah. some wonton soup. I could. So I could absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Everything right there. Absolutely, it's so good. Yeah. And, and, and fried rice with a little bit of peas in there because you get like enough of the spiciness. You get plenty <clears throat> of the carbs. You get all the grease and everything. Like if you're going for comfort food, that's 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 got to be the winner for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim, Tim, what is your pick for comfort food from a takeout location? Uh, Pizza Hut pizza. Really? Okay. Doesn't even matter what kind. Oh, man. That's I, also a great choice. I, it it is a great with, choice with 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Richie, so Richie and I, uh, the, on Tuesday, I think, we got yeah. some Pizza Hut pizza, and it was straight fucking garbage. Yeah, really? It was trash. What kind of what kind did you get? We just got, like, regular pizzas, mm. and it was trash. I I agree that Pizza Hut used to be so good. Yes, the crust was incredible. When I was young. They made a great The, the crust has pizza. definitely gone yeah. downhill, it but is, I yeah. just and can't help myself. I, listen, I, I, I appreciate your opinion, and it's great. And, I mean, I... I think for a lot of these things, it's it's not about quality so much as the yeah. nostalgia factor yeah, of yeah, food. Yeah, yeah exactly. If, like, if, if we want to go far enough back, Domino's Deep Dish, their pizza mm-hmm. like 15 years ago, holy fuck, nothing ever could compete. Really? Like, it was the best. That's interesting because 15 and years ago, my just, pick was terrible. That's interesting because my pick 15 years ago was Pizza Hut, like pan pizza. Yeah. It was uh, my, my father, uh, Big Ron. Uh, this is special. It was a large pan pizza with extra sauce. That was huge. And so that for nostalgia factor is, is huge for me as well. But I, I haven't had maybe that's what we forever. got. We didn't do right. We should have gotten the pan. You, you are, on, mean, you, you, you're kind of DQ'd because you're gluten free. Yeah, but right, I, yeah. and, and the problem with Pizza Hut was they use Udi's brand pizza, mm. which is just something I can buy from the supermarket, which isn't all that great. Yeah. Do- like Domino's. Much better gluten-free pizza than Pizza Hut. Right. Yeah. Sean, what is your pick for a comfort food? Uh, I'm going to go with um, Cadoba, like a ta- like one of their okay. one of their burritos with the queso, just because it's so filling and warm. Yeah, and that's like if I'm feeling like real bad, it's that it's either that or KFC. Honestly, just something real KFC's filling good. and like. Yeah, give now, me you- a bucket. I'll go to town. Yeah. Now, are you KFC or a Popeyes guy? Uh, I've only ever been to Popeyes once in my really? life. Yeah, because there's never there was never any near me. There was that one down on um, it, by Duquesne yes. by the giant eagle. Yeah, yeah, the, on the south side. Yeah. yeah, but I never went, and I I've only ever gone once because Jake and I had decided last last summer that we were just going to try all the the fried chicken near us. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great thing. You it know, is. that's a good choice. It's good you kid. Got Popeyes. This is the best um, thing as an adult. Churches. When you- Brown yeah. fried. Yeah, we did them all. It's the best know. thing as an adult when you just decide to do that when you've got like a, enough relative means to do something like that where it's like, I'm going to enjoy my, my great. Like I did that. I did that last year. I decided I'm going to make a list of all of the most critically acclaimed albums, video games, movies, and books. And I'm just going to work on this list. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to mow through them. And it's like, you know why? Because I'm a goddamn adult. <laughs> and I can do whatever the hell I have I want. money for this. I have a Netflix account. <laughs> And a credit card, and I'm gonna make this happen. And and similar with the fried chicken ones, like yeah, you know what? I I'm going to do this. Yeah, I have ten bucks every couple months to drop on some fried exactly. chicken. Exactly. I 
I was going to do that late 2016, early 2017 with all the pizza places around me, and Ooh. then I had to go gluten-free, which is <laughs> fuck. Rip. R.I.P. You can live through me vicariously. Yes. There I'll you pick go. up your where you left off. <laughs> John's like the, is the best so Like far. the true friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the true, just like, mm, what a great truth. John's, John's Richie, pizza you would in love Brooklawn. No, 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 no. <laughs> John's pizza in Brooklawn, the Sicilian, the best so far. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right, let's move on to the next question. The next cue is... Jake, let me down. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not his final not question. Jeez, what a liar. Did he lied to us. my final question. Yes. Who would be drafted first in the NFL draft? Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, or Drew Locke? Oh, man. So here's here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know I don't, who they yeah, are. Yeah, I don't know who any of those people are. So I think I, if you know, Rich, do you know? No, okay, so do, Matt, do just give us your give here's us your deal. hot take very quickly. Uh, I, the one that I have the most familiarity with is Kyler Murray, and the reason is because uh, the big debate with Kyler Murray was whether he was going to go play baseball or football. Because he was also drafted by the Oakland Athletics. Oh, jeez. Um, and he, he had a big decision to make, which is, you know, am I going to play baseball for the rest of my life or go into the NFL draft and be a quarterback? And he's decided that he is going to be in the NFL draft. What, he's going to be what an absolute idiot. Yeah, that, that's... <laughs> for real? Like, yeah. that's a dumb decision. You maybe can make more money. I don't know. I think it's like a, a short investment versus a long investment. Like, your short investment, you go to the NFL, make more money, but also you end up with CTE and yes. then go have dementia when you're yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll play you'll play football till maybe what 35 ish if you're a quarterback you've got the potential to play longer but typically like mid late 30s is about right for a quarterback like brady's 41 and he's an anomaly depending on uh position you'll play baseball till like 45 50 so well how old was what was what was his name the um julio franco no the dude who was playing on the orioles forever cal ripken Ripken, played until he was real old he was like maybe like early 40s yeah yeah Yeah. but like and like you said that's an anomaly but you're not you're gonna have a better quality Mm -hmm. of life yeah yes yeah yeah yeah, absolutely like if i'm if i'm in kyler murray's position i'm like yeah sure but there, there are there are i can see some of the factors that led him to football first of all there's there's you know, if you're in the minor leagues, which you typically are, if you go to the, to play Major League Baseball, you're in the minor leagues for a couple of years. You know, you have to be on shitty buses. You're not typically making what's considered a living wage. Mm-hmm. Um, you are not uh, in the best sort of environment, and you don't get that. You typically do not get that huge payday until later in your career. Um, with but but with football, you're you're not typically on a guaranteed contract, and also. Uh, you know, there's obviously the potential for t- catastrophic injury, mm-hmm. but it seemed like his choice for him was there is certain utility you get out of just, I'm the quarterback. Like I am the franchise quarterback. And that's a cool feeling. Like, um, I want to say he played quarter, he played at Oklahoma. I want to say, and I could be getting that wrong. Um, but you know, when you're at Oklahoma, a big time football school and you are the quarterback of the football team, there's a huge, big man on campus type of boost that you get. Yeah. And so whether or not it makes the most sense to play football, um, it, you know, it, there's just, you know, you can't get in the way of your emotions at that point. So I, I can't say I know as much about the other two quarterbacks because the Eagles aren't drafting a quarterback. So I, I, I haven't paid as much attention. I will say Kyler Murray though, because I've heard comparisons between him and Drew Brees okay. uh, or him and Russell Wilson. And I think he's got, or him and Baker Mayfield. I've heard direct comparisons be made between Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. Uh, but, Murray's more athletic than Mayfield is. So I will take Murray uh, mostly because that's the one I know the most about. <laughs> <laughs> that's valid. And, there you go. And yeah. I like it. Thank so, you. So, uh, Tim, your thoughts. 
I'm sorry, I was paying absolutely fucking no attention. <laughs> was like and I was we- looking up my cousin's stats because I couldn't remember if uh, what position he played in, uh, in high school and football, but he took a Penn State basketball uh, scholarship full ride, I believe, okay. because he's fucking 6'9". I'm, oh, so. wow. Uh, I, I will say another thing about this particular um, class of quarterbacks is there are several teams that need a quarterback right now, like like uh, Rich's Miami Dolphins, uh, who are who have leaked plans that they're not planning on being good for like another year or two, so they can draft the quarterbacks like Tua Tagovailoa, um, who plays for Alabama, uh, is seen as like the next big like can't miss quarterback prospect, but he won't be in trust the, NFL. the process. Yeah, TTP, trust the process. Yeah. He won't be available for two years, so the Dolphins are planning on being terrible until he comes out into the draft so it could just be this is not the right class to draft a quarterback if you need one all right yeah guys did you know that edgar wright uh directed scott pilgrim oh man welcome to brose the podcast for bros who drink rose for those bros for those no man i've been listening to broski edition i'm drinking all right uh what's the next question the next question submitted by jensen sweden this is going to be like who's got the best offensive call, line. Do, so the, do you? This is a, this is a, a, a kind of unrelated question. Do you call Jensen Jensen, or do, does she have a nickname that she uh, would hate hearing? On <laughs> oh man, um, is she like a Jenny? Does she does have she a nickname she hates hearing? She, we will use that Jen? exclusively. I, I call her Jensen. Our family calls her Jensen. She she has had so many different aim screen names of Jensen, Jenny, Jen, like. Okay. I'm sure she's fine with it all. So. Okay, so Carlton oh, Sweeten says, <laughs> "What is the most?" <laughs> I'm sorry, Jensen. <laughs> uh, Sister Sweet, yeah, Sister Sweet. Uh, she did it. Okay, so for real, go follow her on Instagram. She has a lot of really cool oh, pictures she, of makeup. She does amazing makeup yeah. pictures. That's a, that's a legit plug for Jensen. I'm sorry, I just called you Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most useless thing you know how to do? Oh boy. Um... Hmm. I can turn my uh, eyelids inside out. Gross. Oh my god. <laughs> if we had video right now, I'd ask you to do it. Yeah, we've but... lost video with Tim, but I can only assume he's doing it as we speak. <laughs> I'm not... I, oh. I know how, but it's one of those things that I used to do all the time when I was younger, and now, like, being an adult, I'm like, that's fucking weird. I should probably not do that. Yeah, that's like that weird thing that kids would do in middle school, to be like, look, and it's just like actively gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the double knuckle great. thing where like you're twisting your hands oh, yeah. around. Like, <sighs> As far as useless, I can get real dark and say I really I know how to edit audio podcasts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Very useless. Um, boy, as far as useless skills, it, it's really, I don't know, it's all relative because like, like Sean and I both know how to play guitar. Which is nice for us. Like yeah. We both know how to do it. Well, I think that, that that serves the purpose of like calming me. It's a, okay. For yeah. myself, it has the, the the added benefit of reducing anxiety. Right. So I think that I would say that's useful to myself, but not. Right. I don't know. But you're right. That's. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Right. I, so, if it, I feel good. It, yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. Decent at beer pong. Jeez, does that we're getting count? dark here. Yeah, that counts. Beer pong being great at beer pong. Um, I, I utilized it yesterday at the uh, gun range when I picked up piece of spent copper and chucked it into the uh can for spent copper what from like 10 feet i was like yeah nailed it just fucking targeting it um i while we're on the subject of beer pong i am really good at the behind the back shot uh so if we're going with really useless skills uh like if you play beer pong or if you've played beer pong in the past um there's certain rules where if you toss the ball 
and you're the one that recovers your own miss, you can then take a second shot by throwing the ball behind your back. I'm very good at the behind the back shot. Where were you when I needed you? <laughs> Not particularly uh, close by. Fucking <laughs> um, like other side of the state. A-hole. Yeah, and I'm also bad at pull, but I am uh, very good at the um, uh, like if a shot, like if you have a like a weird angle shot. Sometimes you got to like wrap the the cue behind your back to to really get the best angle on the shot. And I'm good at that shot and nothing else about <laughs> pool. Uh, Not so that, straight pull, the fucking weird shit. Yeah, yeah. If I did that the whole time, I'd I'd be like the <laughs> I'd be like Black Widow. Like I'd just be like knocking. I'd be I'd be fantastic. Uh, anybody else with a good weird useless skill? Go ahead, Sean. You, you, you oh, I, more, I, you look more enthusiastic. I, I am more enthusiastic. So I can solve a Rubik's cube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can solve the two by two up to the five by five relatively quickly. And it is completely useless. But this, it's like it's like the guitar in that it helps me with my anxiety. And if I have a ton of work to do, it's nice to take that minute to take something that is wrong and make it right very quickly. And then you're like, okay, I can do this. It puts things so, in Sean, perspective. Yes. Do do you go the algorithm route for these solves, or do you go for more? Yeah, no, I'm not smart field? enough. I'm not smart enough to do it uh, intuitively. Okay, I want you to teach me how to do a five by five because I and a two by two because I can only do three by three and four by four because they're practically the same thing. You want to get in the weeds real quick? A two by two is just the corners of a three by three. So if you know how to solve a three by three, just ah, uh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, there. you got it. I, I, <laughs> Rubik's cube talk. I love the fact that you can solve these. But when we were down in Cape May this year. I would feel so bad every time I messed one up on purpose. <laughs> like, I would grab it and do it and be like, Sean, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, no, but I'm that's back. their that's their point. Yeah. It's like when you see, like, a still pond, you have to stick a stick in there and you see the ripples. Like, yes! Uh, Rich, what's your, uh, what are you best at that's most useless? All right, so I'm going kind of for a stretch on this one because it's not as much of a skill as much as a, of a knowledge. I have the knowledge of how to properly play golf but i do not have the skill on how to play golf nice like (laughs) i know how to play golf i know what everything means i know how to do it i just cannot do it this seems like a cop-out like you put the hole you put the ball in the hole in golf like i know how to play golf (laughs) (laughs) no but there's like the more like minutia to it and like how to aim and where i just can't do it so you know, know like how- all right i'm in a bunker i'm supposed to hit it with this type of backswing but like physically you just aren't. yeah i just can't like okay. i know i need to hit it this hard i need to hit it this far i need to i need to hit it this way i cannot do that mm-hmm. like i you you play golf with me once yes i wasn't good i think it was either that's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like your second time playing yeah. so <laughs> it was more than that but that's okay I'll, I'll absolutely take that, that. <laughs> like i said it was, it. it was minor of a cop-out but yeah. i couldn't really think of anything else well it's sort of like it's sort of like when peyton manning was playing football at the end of his career when it's like dude i'm the smartest quarterback to ever play the game but like i just physically cannot yeah put the ball where i'm supposed to where it's like that guy's open but here's my 39 year old arm and it's intercepted yeah <laughs> like it's, it's sort of like oh man oh shucks yeah all right what's next all right so real quick shout out to jensen's instagram j sweets uh j-a-y-s-w-e-e-t-t-s-s i can only assume that she's okay with j then as a name yeah thanks to j sweeten thank you and we're gonna do that from now on now i hope she knows this. thanks right. jay she will by this episode so this uh this question submitted by megan webster where do you see yourself in 10 years 
Yeah, Are you applying for a job <laughs> here? Like <laughs> the the uh, answer that comes to mind was from the Family Guy episode where <laughs> Peter is interviewing. He's like, "Don't say banging your wife. Don't say banging your wife. Don't say banging your wife. <laughs> banging my wife." <laughs> but, uh, oh boy, ten years is a long time. Yes, it's it is. Uh, <laughs> exactly three thousand six uh, three thousand six hundred fifty days. days. Yeah. Uh, so Tim, where do you see yourself in ten years? Sorry, I was trying to solve a two by two, and it's not going well. I, um, <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, where do I see myself in ten years? Probably like three jobs away from the job I'm at now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> married and hopefully owning a house. That's all I want. That's good. That's nice. That is very good. Um, in ten years, realistically, I'll probably have uh, at least one kid. Um, at least, uh, you know, we'll see how that one goes trial period. And then maybe there's a second one in the picture as well. Um, I mean, ultimately my, my dream job, my, my dream job, pipe dream, forget about realistic would be to be like a, like hosting a radio show. As far as realistic positions, I would love to do like public relations or media relations for a university. I I love that kind of work. Uh, I love working. I, I love that kind of, of. Uh, environment, the academia environment, but I'd love to work in like an athletic department, especially because I love college. Like, even though I don't follow college sports, I love the vibe that comes around college sports. It gets a, a very like it, it really does unite a community because it's like, yeah, man, it's my college. I love it. Um, so I, I'd love to do something like that. So in ten years, I see myself. Um, let's see, we bought this house about a year ago, so maybe in this house, but looking for the next one uh, with one to two children. And I am working at a university in Philadelphia doing this type of work and probably still doing the world winning brose podcast. <laughs> Sean, what about you? Damn it. You stole my answer. Nah. In, in 10 years. Oh, this is hard. I think so. I'm very happy with where I am now. So I think if I continue what's going on in my life, so I will have at this point, uh, I will have a 20 year old and a 10 year old man i know and uh and i mean maybe you know if i have another kid in there that's great or whatever but i i'm but i'm very happy with everything that's going on i like my like where i am in my life i would like to have a different job you know one where i can move away other than laterally and uh but but generally like i i'm very happy with pretty much everything i have so it's just like I have 10 years, so I'm more happy about it, I guess. Yeah. An enhanced <laughs> version of that. Yeah. Like, just like, yeah. Because I don't really want to... I like my house. Maybe make it a little bit better. Yeah. Like, update some sh- some shit, but like... Yeah. There's okay. a certain nicety, like, when you've hit a groove, kind of, in your life. Yeah. And I'm it's crushed. just like... I am honestly crushing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. yeah. You can solve four Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. Four different levels. How's, uh, Tim, how are you doing with your Rubik's Cube? Uh, Yeah. Get back to that. <laughs> I got like half of it, and then I remembered that the corners for the last half is what I can never remember mm-hmm. how to do the algorithm for. So, oh, okay. I'm it's, like, it's fuck, fine. I got I'll, half of it, and then I was like, and I'm I'll, t- I'll teach you someday. Also, in 10 years, I see myself at Thanks, the parade Dad. for Carson Wentz's fourth Super Bowl. <laughs> Which is going Four? To yeah. World fucking champions! So, so you're telling them they'll have been five-time Super Bowl winners. Yeah. Sean, what's absolutely. your fastest 3x3 right. three three solve? Uh, 45 seconds. Fuck me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
58 well, seconds. I'm just like, maybe I've got one thing over on him, and it's like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> <hard."> <laughs> Listen, I and do Sean's it. over here being like, man, my life is awesome. I can solve a Rubik's Cube in 45 seconds. Sim's like, I just need this cube. <laughs> God damn it. I give up. Fuck life. <laughs> uh, Sean, what is the next question uh, well, on the well, list? Okay, we have enough well, time for the last well, one. Well, for me, um, though, thanks oh, for yeah. forgetting you. <laughs> I thought you no. You said your career. You were like banging your wife or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> something like that, right? I I will honestly say, like, I would like to be running my own sort of media company. All right, like, uh, like a amalgam of podcasts, the uh, kind of award winning uh, podcast, Podquest, and the award winning Brose, and other things yeah. such as us. I appreciate you differentiating um, between the kind of award winning uh, Podquest and the actual several award winning. <laughs> Look, Rose podcast. The EGOT we're, winners. We're, <laughs> we're going through a transition period right now. We're trying to change up the the. We've done two hundred. I saw episodes. that the the podcast is going through some 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 revamped uh, I, lineup changes. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we're, we've done two hundred and thirty episodes. We're trying to change it up a little bit to That's make fair. it more fresh to us. But I I would like to just be kind of running like a a media thing. Uh, and you'd be like the Ezra being... Klein of uh, like you get your own like Vox Media Empire, and you're like yeah. doing the podcast. You got the the blogs and everything. Yeah, yeah, and and getting paid to do that rather than working at a job that I don't like. Well, when you bag big name sponsors like Jaquita Bananas and Carson Wentz, uh, <laughs> and, and you're and, rolling that money and upcoming sponsors that we're working on like dogs, dogs, and uh, what did I write? Oh, uh, spam texts. Yeah, we're we're working on it. We have a sponsor from Spam Texts. I'm working on it right now. We'll yeah. see. And Blue, Blue Apron. And Blue Apron. <laughs> Me undies. Oh God. Yeah. All right. Oh what's God. our last question? The last question from this round is: What stories from your life will you tell your children about? Assuming you have children. This is submitted by Jay Sweets. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, obviously, uh, I will talk about the 24 collective hours we spent recording the award-winning Brose <laughs> podcast. Uh, no, you don't have to tell them. You can just give it to them. That's true. It's just an archive of my <laughs> life. I don't even have to tell you any stories about my, my, my youth or my growing up. So what story from your life will you tell your, I, your family I growing would, on? Your what, children. Your children, okay. When, when my children get old enough, I will tell them all the embarrassing stories my family would tell them. So that they already know. You, you want to get time. in front of your, front of your family. Yeah. So I'll tell them the two twenty story. I'll tell them the post office is closed story. You guys aren't getting that right now, <laughs> no, <laughs> unless you ask. But, but I want to know. All right. So the two twenty stories is my brother ordered pizza one time, gave me two twenties. The order comes up. He's like, "Yeah, it's thirty eight forty. And I guess like my mental. St- my head was like, oh, 48.30? What? Okay. Eric, you only gave me two 20s. Yeah. Uh, the post office's closed story is uh, I had to go mail some things out, and my parents live two blocks away from a post office. So I go to walk there. I've never noticed any mailboxes anywhere near this post office before. But I go to walk there, and I go to open the door. It is literally closed. So I walk home. Did you mail my letter? No, the post office was closed. There's mailboxes right there. I'm like, I don't drive. I don't see those. I never oh, walk no. there anymore. Oh, no. There's plenty of other embarrassing stories about me that I would try to get in front of the fire and tell them those. This is purely to save your own face. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, <laughs> it's not even saving my own face. Just being like, kids, this is a train wreck your father is. <laughs> wow. Uh, Tim, what stories will you tell your children about your life? 
probably all the really, really dumb shit I've done. Uh, and lessons I've learned. And Rod's going to be like, boy, were we idiots. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. Yeah, I, Please don't. <laughs> I'm, def- I'm definitely going to be that guy. It's like, hey, I did this really dumb thing. Yes, it was funny, but here's all the really shitty things I had to deal with afterwards. Yeah. So you're ultimately trying to teach your kids a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Be entertaining, but also, like, don't be the fucking idiot I was. Please. But if anything, uh, also probably the, the one thing, the, like, tenant of parenting that my mom has always touted is be smart about being stupid. You're going to do dumb things in your life. That's absolutely true. But do them in a smart enough way that you're not going to ruin your life. It's a good I, piece of advice. I, I like that. Can we like close out the show with be smart about being stupid? Totes. That, that, that has to be our from new here on out. Like, yeah, that's I like can, that a we lot. Can close that out. Shannon Vogel of Shannon Art and Photography. Uh, can you can you somehow work our images and be smart about being stupid? I love being smart about being stupid. That's a great one. Yeah. That is that from the president of the podcast. Yeah, Tom <laughs> Hanson. Yeah. Uh, it's from Tom Hansen. Uh, Yo, Sean, what's you, you fucking guy? <laughs> Jeez, Sean, what story well, will you tell your kids? You know, about? I think I think that's a really good point. That I would I would tell a bunch of stories about me being a dumb piece of idiot, like dumb piece of idiot, <laughs> uh, in order to demonstrate, you know, the like. So he, I, I would tell them the mustard story, and the mustard story is when I was in uh when I, I was in college, the Black Student Union out on uh, one of the quads held a barbecue and after the barbecue i found a bulk size mustard container and i was like yo dogs because that's because it was the early it was 2000s <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> and i was going through puberty <laughs> uh so i said yo dogs it's more like yo dogs <laughs> Hello. So, so uh I was like, it'll be super funny if i jump on this and then the mustard will shoot so far and so i jumped on it but i didn't know that the seal was still intact. Ooh. And so this, when I jumped on it, the seam on the side broke and it exploded up into my face. <laughs> a full, a full like liter of mustard shot straight up into my eyes. And I just started screaming oh, at the no. top of my lungs. And I was like, oh shit. And so I have to walk into my dorm covered in mustard and blind. And, just, and so I'm, my, story my friends are leading me into into my dorm and like they're like he can't he can't swipe in. He can't see and I'm just screaming because there's mustard in both of my eyes. I have heard this story before but the payoff is so good every time. <laughs> and so then they take me to the showers. And I take a sh- I shower in all of my clothes, and I just need to get all this mustard off me, so I do. But the moral of the story is, hey, maybe, you know, check <laughs> check before you act. Like, yeah. look, it's a look-before-you-leap story at, yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. its core. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, in terms of stories I'd share, I don't know if there's, like, a specific incident or, or story, spe- uh, a specific event, but... The lesson I would try to impart is it's okay for your taste to change and it's okay to have an interest in something that you will be embarrassed about in 20 years. And not necessarily to be embarrassed about it, but to just consider it a faction of your life. I listened to way more Good Charlotte when I was in high school than I... You know, then is any def- defensible for any individual. Good Charlotte, you know, all the punk pop, like, but not even like the Sum 41, like cool punk pop, but like the, like, 
good Charlotte. Um, like the, the, good the, Charlotte. You're, That's all. It's just just loaded on good Charlotte, all about young and the hopeless and all that stuff. Like the types of music that I listened to when I was in high school, 14, 15, 16 years old. If I, 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 I've, I, in fact, gone back and tried to listen to it now, I'm like, I can't even get through a song. Yeah, it, it, it is. I have, there have been like, there are some, some like, uh, timeless music, not timeless, but like music I'll listen to that I used to like that back then. And I'm like, this is still dope. This like Blink-182. Yes. Stupid, but it has, it's catchy and it, it holds up. It's the class of that era. But yeah. But like, I'm listening, you'll listen to like Hawthorne Heights or something. <laughs> like, whoa. I have done that recently. Yo, Nikki too. FM is the shit. I don't oh, want to hear. Oh man, that song's bad. You can look, li- well, you can listen to like one or two, but like I used to, I used to like on repeat just listen to that album straight through. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Depression. That, that's what you were yeah, thinking. That's honestly, yeah. yeah. It's just, I had less, it was, it wasn't, I didn't have ways to deal with it then. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but, it's like, but that's a stage in your progression to different types of music. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. listening to Hawthorne Heights or listening to to Good Charlotte or or what it is. Like today, it might be what's it like Five Seconds of Summer or something like that. Yeah, like that's a stage in your progression. It's not just music. It could be uh, you know your taste in movies, a taste your taste in books, your taste in whatever, um, taste in food. Like you, you, I probably left a lot more junk. Than I than I do now, even though I still love junk food. But but like the but your your taste progress, and it's not necessarily be like, oh man, what an idiot I was back then. Like no, you're just a kid. Like yeah. you know, you're you're into different things, and that's just a stage in your progression. You don't necessarily have to be ashamed of it. Yeah, all. let yourself make mistakes. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it could be you know like a serious mistake, or it could be like a just a taste mistake. Like just allow yourself the the leeway to or the the slack in your rope to to grow as a person so yeah i, I just basically too long didn't read i tell him about all the times i listen to good charlotte <laughs> like a fucking lot of listening to young and the hopeless it was great um that, that's it for the questions right that is all of we, them i think yeah i think we answered them all we answered our makeup question from round one uh, good work out of all of us, guys. I, honestly, uh, I grade this one at an, a, another A+. I, you know what? It's an A++. Oh, oh my god. Man. Well, I mean, at least we're consistent. Yeah. Turn it up to 11. Always up to A+, or A++ range. Um, so, great. So, uh, Tim, I'm gonna start with you. If people want to find some more of your musings on Twitter, where would they find you? At Tim R. Hansen. Uh, Mr. O'Brien, what about you? Uh, at Hey, it's SOB. Mr. Sweeten? At B underscore Walnuts. And I'm available at MKASNEL, M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is at Brose underscore podcasts. And you can listen to us on every podcast app known to mankind and even some Martians, R.I.P. the Rover. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, and that of course, poor Opie. Uh, it the- broke my heart. My battery is low and it's cold. And it's cold. It's dark. It says my battery is low and it's dark. Whatever. Very it dark. is both depressing. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, and of course, big thanks to Shannon Vogel Photography and Art for designing our great logo. Big thanks to Mary O'Brien for compiling the questions. And a big thanks to you, the listeners, for submitting great questions for us every week at brosequestions at gmail.com uh, for, for us to answer. You make, you, you literally do make the show. It's, it's, it's awesome. So, um, so everybody, please say goodbye to the listeners. <laughs> goodbye to the listeners. Bye-bye. Wait, I got one more thank you. Oh, okay. Yay. Uh one thank you to you bros to letting me drink whiskey because Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy happy Stop birthday. Now Dude. it's like been two weeks since your birthday, but still mm. happy birthday. I'm uh, now out of green label and I am happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and wait, two, how, hold thank on, you hold on, for wait, 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 wait. What? How much green label did you start with? Uh, half a bottle. Okay. All right. Oh all right. God. I mean, it's still like a lot, but. <laughs> At least you're home. <laughs> like you're at home. It wasn't a full bottle. And and also finishing off is uh, I just refilled it to like a finger and a half. Okay. All right. I may okay. also not know what a finger is, so eh. I could just be wrong. So, so at the end of your arms. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole! I got fat fingers. This is cheating. Uh, no, the, the next birthday is so, mine, and I'm very excited to crack open a, a nice bottle of Maker's Mark Private Reserve. Ooh, uh, Maker's Mark is really good. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Svedka. <laughs> Shut the hell up! How dare you? How dare no, you? <laughs> but I also want to thank Sean because now I know how to solve a, uh, a two by two, and I just did it like four times, and I'm like, yay! I know how to do it now. You got good. it. Good on you, Tim. It, it is a it is a perspective thing. It absolutely is. All right. Uh, well, for Tim Hansen, he of the Johnny Walker Green Label and the Solve Two by Two Rubik's Cube, <laughs> and now finally twenty nine. Uh, yeah, happy happy twenty nine, Tim. Happy we love you, buddy. Yay. Uh, uh, for for Tim R. Hansen, for Sean O'Brien, for Rich Sweeten. My name is Matt Casnell. Saying as always, be smart in a stupid way. Or be stupid in a smart way. Yeah, yeah. Be smart about being stupid. Okay. Be, be smart, smart about, about being, being stupid. stupid. We Jinx. have to write that down. <laughs> Amen to that, baby. <laughs> Don't worry. I got this. We'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Deuces.